Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Seats. I'm Zach Hayes. This is episode three, or season three, episode six, and I'm joined by Ryan Bunt, Ben Shadle, and Jack Mahew. Let's get doing? right into it, boys. U of M versus OSU. Oh, great heavens. Let's just start <laughs> off by saying that. Great intro, Zach. Yep. Great uh, intro. Th- thanks, Shadle. How about, right. how about that game, Buckeye fan? It was it was, not, it was not rough. Amazing, it impressive. was it was rough from the start. We oh were we goodness. went down You're pretty quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Buddy. Zach is not from Ohio and he's somehow a Buckeye fan. Family everywhere in Ohio. Pipe down. Yeah, Our, okay. The same way yeah, you're who, an MSU fan. Everybody in, in your family rooting back from like yeah, but 400 I'm fr- years ago went to MSU. <laughs> but That's I, why but you I'm got from so Michigan fast. State. What do you, no, it's because I did early. All right, what, we, we, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Bon, what's your take? You're at, as a neutral as a neutral to both TCU sides. Fan. TCU, TCU, go fan. Horn Frogs or whatever it is. Horn Frogs. What's your what's your opinion? I mean, we all saw, we all remember what happened when Michigan played TCU. J.J. McCarthy. Wow. But today, wow. uh, or on Saturday, he played pretty decent. I mean, nothing special. He didn't have to do too much. 16 for 20, 148 yards and a touchdown. But <laughs> he played pretty good. He did what he needed to do. No interceptions. That's the big thing. But honestly, he got outshined by Donovan Edwards, at quarterback. Donovan Edwards probably was the better passer that day. One for one, 34 yards. There you go, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't, I don't even. Oh, <laughs> oh great heavens. It's just, it just, it's just not what we like to see at all. Well, I mean, honestly, Zach, I think the reason – I don't think really anybody won or lost this game whatsoever, except for Ohio State's quarterback Kyle McCord. Yeah. I mean, he oh just he had so many. He played pretty well, but he had so many opportunities, in my opinion. We missed to so really, many, though. He had so many opportunities to take advantage and and really capitalize and uh, get the game in OSU's favor, and it just it never really happened. I mean, he was able to keep the game close, but in overall aspects of you know taking the lead, being the dominant quarterback that Ohio State normally has, he has not stepped up in that role yet. No, and uh, like I like like mentioned before, at least I'm happy that it was a closed game. Like That's if we true. were gonna lose, I'd rather we lose by six than get blown out by three touchdowns. It blasted, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's just not. I'm not happy about it. No, but I get that. It's I the agree. best case scenario for a loss, in my it opinion. It is what it is. I mean, good news for Ohio State is that playoffs are still up there. There's still a chance for them to make. It's a very CFP. small chance. Kind of. It's small. It's small. There still is a big scenario where they can get in. Just gonna need a lot of teams <laughs> to lose. Gonna need Oregon. To a lose. lot gonna of need teams. Gonna need Alabama to lose. Gonna need FSU to lose. Gonna need Texas to probably lose. They still can sneak in because that they had that win against Notre Dame early in the year, and I mean honestly they have the better <coughs> record or uh, strength of record than a lot of other teams. Mm-hmm. So they still yeah the strength of record sneak mm-hmm. in. is really good, it is. but it's just <clears throat> when when we already have our loss and there's One how many teams up I'm there. I'm sorry. I'm and sorry. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Who's we? Who's we, Zach? Do you Sorry. go to Ohio State? My, my bad. Do you go to Ohio my, State? My, my Who's family is in Ohio State, so I can I could kind of say it. You can't say that. Are you All right, not we. O- OSU, the Bucks. OSU, the, the Bucks. The Buckeyes. So the Red and the Red and Are you happy yeah. now? Are you I'm happy? very happy. I'm of very course, pleased with that, are, Ben. Of course you are. I'm very pleased with that. Thank you very much. <laughs> so moving on, we're going we're gonna <laughs> to drop that topic right now. Yep. Uh, ben, this is mostly your little segment here. New MSU Ooh. head coach. Oh, thank you. Here we go. Okay. Oh, thank <coughs> God. Damn. So, Blasphemy. so over 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 the weekend, we had some pretty alarming news in the terms of the Michigan State football program world. Really? Uh, yeah. No, no crap. Um, Jonathan Smith, who is the who is the former head coach, excuse me, at Oregon State University. They did a really good job there turning the entire program around. Um, a lot of Oregon State fans are really unhappy with this. Uh, they're saying it's very unprofessional and pathetic. I've seen quotes from Twitter on. 
Um, but to be honest with you, this this is a business. Uh, college football is a business. We've seen this happen tons of times. Uh, Nick Saban, one of the most prime examples. He was the former Michigan State coach. He left uh, due to money and just other aspects of the uh, college football game. I mean, realistically, Jonathan Smith has done a great job as he was a former quarterback at Oregon State. He's done a great job uh, taking that program and doing the best he absolutely can within the final year of the Pac-12. He was the 2022 Pac-12 Coach of the Year along with Kalen DeBoer, who is the uh, uh, head coach of Washington University. Uh, Jonathan Smith is bringing currently a lot of, of his current or his former staff, excuse me, from Oregon State over to Michigan State. He's bringing his offensive line coach, his tight end coach, his offensive coordinator, a lot of a lot of coaches. And realistically, it's going to be not that high expectations, uh, honestly, in his first season. Do do I expect him to go out and get players from the transfer portal who can come who can contribute immediately? Yes, a hundred percent. But he, you're not going to see a first year turnaround. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. The biggest job that Jonathan Smith has is number one, retaining all of his players, or most players, I should say, from Michigan State last year that were actually kind of significant in in their wins. Linebacker Jordan Hall is a huge name. You also have sophomore running back Nathan Carter, uh, both quarterbacks, Keaton Hauser and Sam Livett, uh, freshman tight end Brendan Parachek. There's, there's a couple names on that list that he needs to retain if he wants to be successful here at MSU, and I definitely think he can. Uh, he runs... Uh, offense that's very similarly styled to the San Francisco 49ers, one of the most dominant teams in the NFL right now. He is, he has a lot of experience. It's it's a it's a good hire for Michigan State. It's not a it's not an outstanding wow hire. But when you're Michigan State, who's only a top 25 program or top 25 college job, you're not going to go out there and get that wow factor every time. Yeah, I think, and I, I think it is the right choice. I mean, for both sides, Jonathan Smith and Michigan State. Yeah. Jonathan Smith. I mean, if he stayed at Oregon State, what are you doing? You stay in the Pac-12. There is no Pac-12. Exactly. Like Oregon you're State done. is one of the two teams that is staying in the Pac-12 that yeah, doesn't okay, exist buddy. anymore. Okay. So it's definitely the right move, but the way mm-hmm. that he did it the day after getting blown out by Oregon. Smart. What, what, are, you, what mean, are you gonna do? I mean fans are gonna hate it. And the same person. way that people are hating on Twitter saying, Oh, he's just abandoning or whatever he's doing to the to Oregon State. It it's like at the same way we're trying to get or sorry, MSU is trying to there get go, their yeah. players to stay. They need to make it worth their while. Well, last Jonathan, year was yeah. Jonathan Smith needs to go in and make a reason why they have to say. You talk, you mentioned a sophomore, right? I mentioned multiple players. He yes. has or lower classmen. They have yeah, multiple years that could really like could go somewhere else and progress really quick. Yes. He has to make it worth it for them to stay the same way MSU had to make it worth it for Jonathan Smith to come over. Well, here here's the thing. Let me let me tell you something, Zach. This program last year, this past year for MSU uh, was probably one of the worst. One of the worst years a college football program has had in over a decade. I mean, to have your head coach who has won the players over, won the fan base over, has done a tremendous job building culture at MSU, uh, recruiting players at a high level, even taking down some big opponents like Michigan uh, multiple times. Mel Tucker did a great job as head coach in his limited time. However, he made a very dumb decision, and obviously he got fired. Uh, Harlan Barnett... Is been extremely underrated in this process. He's done a terrific job, and that's why he's the only MSU coach of the former staff as of right now that's staying on with this new staff under Jonathan Smith. He did a great job. I'm not talking about wins here. The fact that he was able to keep so many MSU players at their school and keep so many recruits. One of the biggest names is four-star wide receiver Nick Marsh, who's currently attending River Rouge High School. 
I mean, the dude's a player. The dude's a beast. He's one of the best players in the entire state of Michigan. The fact that MSU is able to retain him and keep and, and have him come and commit next year is huge, even with losing their wide receiver coach, Courtney Hawkins. So Harlan Barnett deserves a lot of credit and praise for what he's done this year for the Michigan State fo- uh, football program going into the future. And uh, like uh, once again, the oh, great heavens part of that is that is just such a big – it's a really big turn for the, the – for the campus and for mm-hmm. the team. Yeah, for the You're widespread the, fan base. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess we'll just wait and see where that goes. Are we done with that topic? Everybody good? Well, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to end it there. There's a lot more to talk about with that well, then, Well, then, then you're the MSU fan. Enlighten That's great. Me. So I am the MSU fan. Um, there were a lot of names in this coaching search. Uh, head coach right now for Duke, Mike Elko, was a very prominent name. There were other names being thrown around, Urban Meyer, Jake Dickert, um, a lot of a lot of coaches uh, at at various levels right now in the coaching system. Uh, this was a this was a pretty impressive coaching carousel, and the fact that uh, Alan Haller, the off, the athletic director, went out and got Jonathan Smith as soon as he did was extremely impressive to me at least overall. Um, you need you need to get a coach in as soon as possible to get his recruiting uh, up to date. To not only do that, but to establish a culture, to keep on doing what normal coaches have to do, anyways. Um, <laughs> Alan Haller has done a fabulous job here, getting uh, Jonathan Smith in as soon as he did, which is really remarkable. Yeah, and and that's something that MSU really hopes to see going forward. Is mm-hmm. just they really need to do a quick turnaround. Now for the the elephant in the room, oh. Mr. Ryan Bunn. He is way wow. too way too <laughs> wow. excited for wow. this next topic. Way too excited for this. I look over at Ryan. I know you can't see, but I look over at Ryan, and Ryan is as red as a tomato right now with tears pouring down his cheeks. He has been what ready so for me to bring funny, this up. Ryan. He has it, been ready for me to so bring fun. this up. It, He's been so ready topic. for this. And Go ahead. Lions not, versus laughing. Packers. The old cheesers. Go for it. Because I feel the love. I feel the love. Red like love. And Jordan Love, what a performance. Jordan Love. Thursday afternoon mm, keep on Thanksgiving, what a performance. Keep Knocking building. down the Detroit Lions. Mm, keep, keep, How about that? Keep talking. Don't even, don't even get me started. That. Keep that. going. Jordan keep Love, preach. dominant. Back to oh, back. yes. Here we go. Keep holding on to them. Keep Huge on on them. Games. Last week against the Chargers, dropped 300 passing yards. This week, went 22-32, 268 yards, and three touchdown passes. Wow. No interceptions. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. He Beat was the Detroit Lions. Absolutely incredible. And you know, I want to Ben, that's quick. coming from and a Steelers fan. I don't yeah. know what you're on about. Hey, we're 7-4. Uh, sorry, the Steelers are 7-4 right now, and we uh, uh, the Steelers. Uh, and the Lions are 8-3. and three. <laughs> Guess what? You're in, a hard, you're in a much easier division than the Steelers are. It is. Cry me river. <laughs> Guess what, Zach? I don't care. Go ahead, Mr. Munn. Back to it. I know, yep. Shadow, you're a Steelers fan, but I'm you are a Michigan Steelers State fan. fan. How Michigan about Jaden Reed? What performance? How about Jaden Reed? Round of applause. Four catches, three four yards. yards. You're the only one clapping. Pipe uh, down. That's how you do it right there. That's how you do it. He's been playing I mean, Christian, out of his mind. Christian Watson has taken oh a step down this year, but Jaden oh Reed is definitely oh taking a oh step great up. Heavens. Let, let's, let's, come on. He was, he was their only, it's not his fault. He was their only target last year, and the fact that they have Jaden Reed right now has stepped up immensely. Has been great for for Green Bay right now. I every time I tune in to the Green Bay, to the Green Bay game, I always see Jaden Reed here and there. You know, making these big plays for the Green Bay offense. I even added him on my fantasy team because I just had to have that that Spartan oh, wide receiver. Okay. Spartans will, baby. Keep on keep on going. And that's why you're gonna end up in the bottom three. <laughs> in the bottom three. What do you mean? Well, there's three people that are at the bottom. It's me, you, and Novak, and I'm about to be. Oh, and in, in fantasy, in fantasy, I just beat Novak though. 
So yeah, what, well, Novak's going to finish in last. That's that's Novak no had, so <laughs> so give give <laughs> yeah, a little bit of update. Give a little bit of update on our fantasy league. Novak had three players, well, one player out, but two players that only put up one point in total. So you had no, Novak had what? He had like five players compared to my full fantasy squad, and I won by one point. Christian McCaffrey had like thirty. Dak Prescott had thirty-two. Novak's team went off this week. If you changed Aaron Jones out, though, Novak, who's in the audience right now, the radio room, you might have won that game. <laughs> <laughs> Get off of the fantasy topic. Go back to the Sorry, game. let's go back to your like Shadow was saying, real quick. fantasy about Shadow oh Packers. There's the, they're five the and Packs. six. You're a couple wins behind us. Congrats, us. you won. Us, us, us. Detroit Lions. We're in us. Michigan. We are literally in Michigan. Are you on the we team? Are literally in Michigan. Are you on the team? Literally in Michigan. Are you on the team though? Jack, Go ahead, Bon. Jack, what are you thoughts on the game? Give me you some. Give me it. some. Give me some it. games. I don't think I ever seen Jared Goff run out of the pocket that many times in oh one my. game. Jared, no, Jared they kind of. They kind of run. How many turnovers well. did he have in the first half? Two, three. He was atrocious. The two fumbles. It was gross. No picks, but it was still. gross. It, it was really bad. It was you. really bad. It was I mean, gross. It looked like he was seeing ghosts out there. Like that pass right at the end of halftime was just horrible. Threw it to absolutely nobody. I don't, I don't know what he was saying out Goff. there. Oh, yeah, Goff. Yeah. Jared Goff. No. I mean, no. he's got to pull it together terrible if the Lions are going to want to make a run. You can't say he's terrible garbage. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. the last three games, he's I'm been joking. Like, choking. Okay, he joking. has been not great the last three games. No, he's not. But the record, it, we're, been choking. we're doing pretty good. But one playoff. And why do you, you like Jordan Jared Love so much? On Packers. Me? Yeah, I'm not. I love love. I love love, man. Oh, keep reaching. Playoffs Unless are Unless he plays scary. the Steelers. Playoffs are scary. Steelers will win. That's okay. Let's talk about the Steelers. Steelers will not win. Oh, Let's my Let's talk about gosh. 10 seconds. Give, give, me, give me 10 seconds. Give me 10 seconds of time. Okay, please? No. Matt oh, hold Canada. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nope, stop, stop, what, what stop, stop. You're going to time it? We have a timer here in the All studio. Right, go. All right, great. So Matt Canada was the former offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What happened is that in 58 games under his control, they had zero games where they had 400 yards. The first game where he's fired afterwards, where Mike Sullivan is the offensive coordinator and calling plays, they get 418 yards. Done. But and we win. Congrats, And the Steelers win. 16 points is not enough to win most But we won games. a game. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Chase Brown but, and the Bengals. But, really? but we've played multiple superior teams this year, and That's we've true. beaten them by one possession games. That's Our true. defense, statistics aside, the Steelers' defense is one of the top in the league because I love the Steelers' defense because they're fancy playing team. immaculate right now. TJ, huge. TJ Watt, mm. Ben, better you. than Michael Parsons. Change my mind. Go ahead. No, that's true. I mean, I'm I like not the arguing defense. it. They not arguing it. The Packers, but I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> who who do the Steelers have coming up? What do you mean coming up? Like, like in the schedule? Oh, 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 in, in the schedule. We have a honestly, the Steelers kind of have a cakewalk schedule here. I mean, they have the last two games of the year are against Seattle and Baltimore, but we we take on Seattle's Cincinnati. No cakewalk. That, I know, I know. Those are our two games that are kind of hard, but we got the the Steelers got um the the bank or they got the Cardinals next with yep. Kyler Murray who likes to play uh video games all day. Yeah. Win. Playing good. Patriots, Patriots who are not doing great right now, win. Colts, who are one of the worst teams in the league, dub. Bengals with no quarterback dub, and then we'll probably lose the last two games of the season against yes. Seahawks and the Ravens. Fair. I mean, Packers, similar schedule, really yeah. easy. You got the Chiefs on Sunday night next week. Mm-hmm. Tough, but Chiefs are also, they're not playing super great without the, the wide I think receivers. I think they should beat the Packers. It's an interesting concept. And then you got Giants Monday night football, mm-hmm. Buccaneers, Panthers, Vikings, and Bears. Yeah. Honestly, you should lose the Chiefs and win out. Exactly. If you keep playing like you're playing, Lions are kind of the same way. We they have Saints, Bears, Broncos, and Vikings. I don't know. Can we go over that real quickly? Let's okay, just let's, person let's hear it. by person. I think I, personally, I'll I'll go first. I think they'll win against the Saints. That's that's an easy game. I think they'll win against the Bears. That's Again, fine. Yep. I uh, think without honestly, the heart attack this time though, we yeah, can we can I miss guess. that part. So <clears throat> so honestly, 
I don't know if you remember Zach, but I predicted before the season, I predicted the Lions would go eleven and six. Yes, and they Ben, because I'll remember that three and, and a half great. months from then. That's great. So the one trap game I picked was against the Broncos. I said they would lose. I'm still standing by that right there because the Broncos have been playing a lot. Uh, I think year. the Packers were that loss. I don't think I don't see them losing the Broncos. No, you, no. you had to expect the Packers lost. Yeah. The Lions losing on Thanksgiving, waxing Gibbous Moon. It is kind of a tradition. It is kind of a Detroit <laughs> tradition, <laughs> like losing on Thanksgiving. Hey, you, watch, you watch on your TV the Lions lose, you eat some Thanksgiving turkey dinner. I mean, it's 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 tradition at this <laughs> point. In you the got your uncle yelling, throwing stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty expected exactly. at this point. So I think they'll lose to the Broncos. Then they'll uh, – is that at Minnesota or is that the fourth game? Is that yeah, at, at, at Minnesota? I could not at Minnesota. At Cowboys. You know what? Listen. Well, we I'm, have two. I'm, we have Vikings twice. I'm gonna. In, I'm gonna say beats. that the Lions are gonna lose to the Vikings at Minnesota. Though ah. the. No, listen, listen. They're gonna. Let's see here. They're gonna lose to the Cowboys and then they'll they'll beat the Vikings at the very end, last game of the season to win the division. I, mean, I don't think. It's All right, I can see that happen. I can see that. Like I've said from the beginning, I think the Lions will win the NFC North and they'll lose in the first round of playoffs. I, just, I really just, I hope you're that. wrong. I I hope I'm wrong too. Really I'm, a, I'm a Dan Campbell wrong. fan. I'm a Dan. I like Dan Campbell. I like he's not he a Lions fan because they're they were garbage. And then no, in no, the last no. two years because he's turned around listen, 180. Listen. And he's like Dan Campbell all the no, way. No 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 no. I'm not a Lions fan because then I would be considered a bandwagon. I don't want to be considered a bandwagon when it comes to that. I'm a Dan ben, Campbell ben. fan because I like the way he coaches. He's one of the best, if not the best motivator. And absolutely, that and dude can make me run through a wall. But he is one of the best motivators. Run through a wall. You want to talk, Zach? I got a little bit more mass behind it than you do. You want to talk, Zach? I got a little bit more mass behind it than you do. Pipe down. All right. So <laughs> I, I like. <laughs> Back to the Lions. <laughs> Back to the Lions schedule. I, for me, <laughs> I know we said it. I think they should beat the Saints. You should beat the Bears. They should. Broncos will be a tough game. I think uh-huh. Broncos are playing really well, but yep. still should win that. Mm-hmm. Should sweep the Vikings. It's just that Cowboys game is yep. going to be real tough. I know you're right. Real tough. What do you, what I, do you I, think, I Jack? Sincerely give me agree. Some, give me Jack, can you give us some input here? You've been pretty quiet today. Yeah, I'm not. I, I had a schedule, or uh, not a schedule, a script on my computer, and I don't have my computer because I don't have my thing. Who needs a script? Me. <laughs> I wrote, the insurance, I wrote right? like so many stats down from the Ohio State-Michigan game. And I don't have that here with me today. So. Oh, man. Well, that's just a bummer because we didn't even go over stats. So It stinks. All right. Stinks. Well, so you want to you you go ahead and go over the uh, the, um, the 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 schedule for the Lions? What do you think? Oh, the schedule for the Lions? Yeah. I don't see any big losses. Top, big losses. You I think don't. they're going to win out? No. I, I mean, I, Tyler Ratliff, a Cowboys fan in the audience right now. Uh, oh, Tyler's not. Okay, Tyler's sleeping. Tyler okay. is <laughs> slumped. Tyler is he slumped, is slumped right on the chair. Hold on, let me just get it. Let me just get it. <laughs> So here we go. Anyways, that Cowboys game is be tough. It really I is. I know. Yeah, that's true. On the road against that good of a defense, a defense that's known for special team or defensive touchdowns, it's it's gonna be really. Yeah, rough. but Micah Parsons isn't as good as DJ Watt. I could see th- I could see a couple games being tough, but I don't. I'm not predicting any like like serious like word. We got we. It's a 50-50 coin flip. I don't see any of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cowboys that. would be a little bit of a challenge. You think this would be like a repeat of the Ravens game where you just get absolutely spanked. Freight train, I I could see, see it. Here's here's the problem. Honestly, I would see like listen, if Goff goes out and plays listen, like a pile of like he did the past three weeks. Yeah, timeout. Yeah. Fetch's timeout. TV timeout. Wall side windows pitching change. So here we go. Womp so womp. if you're looking at the Lions and you're and you're thinking one area, one hole in in their in their complete package where they can they can have a fault, it's it's gonna be you know it, it's it's gonna be their their ability on their defensive front to. Stop a rushing quarterback. You know they, yeah. we've seen them struggle all year. 
against Justin Fields, they struggled immensely. They, they struggled immensely against Lamar Jackson. Oh and containing Jordan Love was not not an easy challenge. Yeah, Jordan so, was not a runner, but he had that big yeah, run. 100%. The the game. So if you're looking at any area that you can exploit the Lions' defense, it's it's gonna be it's gonna definitely be that that run that rushing quarterback. Yeah, I and mean, also we saw the front seven didn't play great against the Packers either. Like no pressure against Jordan Love, zero sacks, which Lions are usually really good at. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And alrighty, guys. I mean, that was a pretty solid. That was a pretty solid Sweet Seats episode. But unfortunately, we are just about out of time. Sweet Seats will be back again this Thursday, hosted by the Benjamin Curtis Shadle. But for now, that's all we got. For Zach, Ryan, Shady, and Jack, we will see you next time.